Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Elena Abbott. Hi, Elena, and welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, so you are having a better weather day up north than I am here in the States. Um, yeah, nice and sunny. Good, awesome, nice and rainy here. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, Elena, I wanted to, to talk to you about this novel that you have that is coming out very soon. Um, and I do believe your publisher is Bold Strokes Books. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And the name of the book is Pack of Her Own. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about this book? Of course. Um, Pack of Her Own is about a trans woman who's trying to get over a bad breakup. Um, she's been kind of beat up and put down too much that she doesn't think she deserves something better. So when she's given the chance to get out of town to kind of work through things, uh, she meets a local diner owner, and she finds that there's a connection there. But the diner owner is kind of a little bit more than she expected when it turns out that she's a werewolf. <laughs> wow. So there's a lot of uh, back and forth with secrets uh, between the two of them for for a while there before they finally make sense of one another. Oh, wow. That uh, sounds like a really interesting story it's a it's uh <laughs> quite imaginative right um yeah yeah and you um from I, I was reading a little bit about about pack of her own and it sounds like um you created this whole world um for the story to take place in um and so you know i'm i'm just wondering um like, have you always been an imaginative person? Um, has that always been the case growing up? Um, and, and was that um, encouraged by, you know, adults in your life as a child? Uh, well, I've, I like to think I've always been an imaginative person. Um, I've, I lived in my imagination for quite a while uh, when I was growing up. It was definitely frowned upon by my parents, who are very realist, uh, to put it nicely. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I, I tended to live in my imagination. I ignored my schoolwork for writing instead. I started writing from uh, from a very young age, and I started writing fan fiction. But I found that it was the the fictions, the fan fiction I was writing had too many rules already set down. Okay. So I want to use my imagination to kind of build my own world. Okay. All right. So is that um, true with a lot of fan fiction? Like when you go on a site, are there rules to, to writing fan fiction? I think when I found it, and this was, say, 20-some years ago, um, I didn't really know the rules. I just felt like, well, they've already established these characters or this world uh, via the TV show or the books or whatever I was writing about at the time, mm -hmm. or even the video games. Um, 
and I was like, well, I want to do my own thing. So I'm going to just make kind of take what I want from it and build my own world around that. Ah, I see. Okay. So that takes even more imagination, right? Um, <laughs> so it certainly can. So if your if your parents frowned upon, you know, you kind of exploring that creative side of yourself, um, how were you able to do that? A pen and a paper, and that's about it. I used to just I carried notebooks with me everywhere I went. I had a pencil with me everywhere I went, and I would just, to the detriment of my education and sometimes my jobs when I got older, (laughs) I would be busy working on my my writing or or doing other stuff instead of (laughs) doing what I was supposed to be doing and getting paid for. Okay. All right. I understand that. Um I was just talking to somebody who who said they uh would miss work just to read a novel and f- and finish it. Um you know. Yeah, that'd be very tempting. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so, um is this your debut novel, Pack of Her Own? Um yes and no. It's my first traditionally published novel okay. um through a through a publisher through Bold Strokes. Um, I do have a couple other novels and a novella that I had self-published through Amazon uh, over the past couple of years. Oh, okay, great, great. And are those, um, like, Pack of Her Own is um, in the fantasy genre, so are those other Mm -hmm. uh, works that you publish, self-published, are those in the same genre? Uh, Similar genres. Uh, The first one is a lesbian superhero novel oh. uh, that I called Into Darkness. Okay. And then there was a sci-fi western, kind of like a Firefly with lesbians, um, called Blood Bounty. Okay. And then the novella, which is written under my pen name, Lily Hart, okay. it's called Need, and it's a pure BDSM erotica romance. Okay. So it was kind of something out of my range. Okay. Wow. Yeah, a little different there. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you, do you read fantasy novels, Elena? Um, is that uh, like... quite a bit. I grew up with fantasy novels. I <laughs> enjoyed them more than I enjoyed real life for a long time. Okay. <laughs> and who are, who are some of your favorite authors? Uh, well, the first one I remember reading was Terry Brooks and the Shannara series, okay. which was a big hit for me to get into writing my own. And then as a teenager, I fell in love with Tamara Pierce books. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Tamara Pierce. Tamara Pierce. I think I might have pronounced her name wrong. Oh, my goodness. That's all right. <laughs> Tamara Pierce. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not really familiar with a lot of the um, fantasy authors. Um, so. Fair enough. The, 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 she did um, a number of middle grade and young adult uh, books where... They had strong female leads, which was not something I saw a lot back, again, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we didn't see a lot of that back then. Okay. And then uh, as I got older, I kind of fell in love with the Anita Blake books by Laurel K. Hamilton, which were more of an urban fantasy, mm-hmm. fantasy that takes place in the real world. And I found out that, hey, you can actually write a book like that where you can put things like vampires and werewolves but have it set in the real world. And that really 
gave a setting for a lot of my writing from then on. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Um, and how long would you say you've been writing? Like most of your life? Most of my life since I was, you know, math, <laughs> 13, <laughs> 13 right. or so. Okay. Um, so about 20, 25 years. Wow. That's awesome. So, um, only just starting to publish. Who inspired you or pushed you to submit your manuscript for publication? Or did you come up with that on your own? Um, my goal, my, my dream was always to get published, um, especially in the last <clears throat> 10 years when I felt that my work was getting much better than it had been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, my greatest inspiration uh, is my wife, uh, or as I like to call her, my goddess. <laughs> She's been completely supportive of me since day one, and honestly, I, I don't deserve her. Aww. That's so sweet of you to say that. That's so <laughs> awesome. Um, so, you know, while you were talking, I was trying to think of, like I, I said, I don't really read a lot of fantasy books, but um, I'm reading one now. Um, it's called The House in the Cerulean Sea. Um, have you ever heard of that one? Mm, I don't think I've heard of that one. I might have to put it on my to-be-read list. Yeah, it was uh, it was on the New York Times, uh, I think bestsellers list and USA Today, and it has I'm I'm just getting into it, but it has a Harry Potterish feel to it. Hmm. Um, yeah, so check it out, um, and tell me what you think. I definitely will. Yeah. So um. Uh, this is your first published no- uh, novel, but. How, like, how did you choose? How did you go about choosing Bold Strokes? Or did you submit it other places and, and Bold Strokes picked you up? Like, how did how did that come about? Um, I did submit to a couple other places, as well as a couple of agents, um, a couple of literary agents. Um, but it just seemed to... I, I hadn't heard back from the agents when I got the uh, acceptance from Bold Strokes. Okay. Uh, and the publishers that I had tried before, um, unfortunately, rejected my work, which was fine. You know, we always say it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never um, fine, though. <laughs> no, it, it only makes you cry for a day, and then you're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's but then I got tough. the acceptance from Bold Strokes. And, uh, um, pack of her own due out for publication. Uh, through the Bold Strokes website. Uh, I believe it's available on March 1st. March 1st. Um, but I've noticed on Amazon it's not available until March 14th. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Uh, with At least with Bold Strokes, uh, I've learned that... Um, you can, uh, you know, get the book earlier, like on the first of the month, um, before you can get it anywhere else, uh, which is nice um, that they make it available early. Um, so that's, that's a definite bonus. Yeah, it sure is. So that's March first at Bold Strokes, and then the fifth or the fourteenth uh, at Amazon or wherever you purchase your uh, 
ebooks or uh, paper books. Um, so I have to ask you, Elena, do you prefer ebooks or paper books? Uh, aesthetically, I much prefer paper books, but for ease of reading, it, it usually comes down to ebooks. Like I have Kindle Unlimited on my phone, so I'm just sitting there reading the books on my phone most of the time. Yeah. But they look so pretty on a shelf. They do, they do, but I definitely don't have space. Like it, you know, it's definitely a space issue. Um, oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I only keep like some of my favorite author's books and I donate the rest of them to the LGBT center uh in the the town where I live so so they go oh, that's wonderful. yeah they get some good usage um mm -hmm. yeah so um this is right going to be your first kind of published works with a publisher and and how does that feel I can't imagine how that would feel. It feels pretty surreal. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised that it's even, even a thing. Really? <laughs> I get emails from Bold Strokes, and I'm just like, oh my god, like this is actually a thing. It's, it's happening. I, I spent years hoping and dreaming about this, and oh. it's still unbelievable. Oh, that's so cool. I'm, I'm so grateful to them for taking a chance on me. I'm so happy for you. That is so awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Yes, yes. So um, do you have a work in in process right now? Like, are you working on another I've one? I've always got a couple. I've always got a couple books going. Okay. Going around. Um, right now I'm actually working on the third book in what I call the Of Our Own series. Okay. Um, I recently uh, sent in the second book, so we'll see if Bold Strokes likes that one, and we'll go from there. But uh, I decided in the meantime I'd start working on a third one, tentatively titled Hunt Of Our Own. Oh, wow. Hunt Of Our Own. And what was the second one called? Uh, Mate Of Our Own. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it's the, they're both going to follow characters who are introduced in the first book, but we get to see more of their backgrounds, more of their stories in the next books. Oh, nice. That's nice. I, I always like that when, you know, you have a series and, and you can see character growth and, and you can see, you know, just the how the characters progress through life and grow and change and... um you know, other characters are introduced. Um, it's it's like a, yeah, it's like a you know a whole different world you know that you've created and and are sharing with people. And you kind of fall in love with other characters as well. Like you want to know more about this side character or this side character, but at the same time, sometimes you want to know more about the main characters. So you get to see how everybody progresses yeah. with a, a nicely different story. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's so true. And, um, you know, y you read a lot of uh, fantasy genre books and um, you had some favorite authors. And I don't know about you, but my sometimes my favorite authors change over time. Um, you know, I might encounter somebody new and I'm like, wow, I really like this. And, you know, <laughs> um, 
you know, and then there's the, the tried and true authors like you just, you know, always know that whatever whatever they put out is going to be fantastic. Um, and you're going to love it and you're going to snap it up right away. Yeah, yeah. So were, have you been able to meet any of those authors um, whose work you've admired in the past? Uh, no, I'm a bit of a homebody. I've never actually gotten to uh, go out and meet anybody. Um, I've never been to any sort of conventions or anything like that. Um, the closest I've come is uh, getting to meet... Um, a fellow named Matt Mercer. He um, uh, plays, uh, he's a voice actor and who plays um, Dungeons and Dragons online uh, on a live show called Critical Role. Uh, I actually got to meet him once at a, at a anime convention. Oh, cool. Which was really cool. But uh, for authors, unfortunately, I've never gotten to meet any, but I have tried to develop some friendships over, over Twitter and whatnot. And, I have to say, I got to meet TJ, TJ Dallas, and I can't say enough good things about her. And, and she's been so great to chat with and talk with and ask questions. Oh, that's so nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice when you can make those connections, even if not in person, you know, just, you know, um, again, electronically. Yeah, very right? much changed with, with social media. Um, I still remember a time before social media. So it was so much harder to make connections back then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I used to lose track of people all the time, you know. And now, <laughs> and now you know what everybody's doing. So uh, Sometimes too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, uh, again, I'm going back to your favorite authors and, and – what do you think, like, um, in the case of Tamara Pierce, what are some of the things that, that she wrote about or her style of writing that drew you to her? Um, very much. It was a very formative time for me um, when, I was, when I started reading her books. And she had a lot of very strong female characters who were breaking gender stereotypes. Uh, her fantasy books were very much, this is, you know, the, the character is a girl, but she's going to be doing stuff that normally only boys get to do. Mm -hmm. Like her Alana the Lioness series, Alana trains to be a knight in this fantasy world. Mm -hmm. And I just, I fell in love with them because these were strong girls who were shucking off the normal gender roles of time and that was something I was very much interested in as a child I wasn't even sure why I didn't have the words to put together yeah. uh, that I was a transgender back then mm -hmm. yeah. um, so yeah. I, I couldn't even say why I was interested in those kind of scenarios but they really hit a struck a chord with me yeah and I still remember them even now I'll still go back and read read them again and again if I can find them yeah that's that's so cool that, you know, retrospectively, you can see how, you know, because of who you are now and, and who you've um, allowed yourself really to to kind of come into your own. Right. Um, that you can look back and see now why maybe you were, you know, uh, interested in in certain things growing up. Uh 
that that maybe were different from what other kids were into, you know? Exactly. Hindsight's very much twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I had uh, a friend of my mother's. Um, they grew, her kids grew up with us, and um, she told me one time that she knew that I was a lesbian from the time I was four years old. Like, I'm, I was astounded. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> like, no way. How could you possibly know? It's just like yeah. the little things. Yeah. People yep, absolutely. Sometimes. She did. She totally did. Uh, you know, and, and I I wished I had asked her if she had had a conversation with my mom. Unfortunately, both of them are no longer with us, but, you know, now I'm like, oh, I should have asked her if she talked to my mom. That would be interesting to hear what she had to say about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's funny. Like uh, we 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 are who we are, right? Uh, there's there's no denying it. Um, there's and, no stopping it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even if it takes years. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely, and uh, and and people not supporting you for who you are too, right? Very much. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Elena, what do you what do you get out of writing? Like you said that you started at a young age, and uh, it it sounds like it was almost a way to like kind of cope with life, um, and and create this world uh, a safe world for yourself. It it very much was. Uh, it was very much an escape from reality where I could make up my own rules and my own people and, and even the outcome of everything. I could make sure there was a happy ending. I could make sure that, you know, the certain people who don't always get the good ending got the good ending for a change. Um, I loved reading too, but there was something about my own writing, writing and writing my own worlds that really appealed to me. Uh, as an adult, it's less about the escape from reality because I can't really afford to escape that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and has become much more of a way to work out uh, pent-up emotions and problems and make them something that can be overcome. So it's very cathartic for you, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I, I noticed in my um, work in progress in Mate of Her Own, uh, the character uh, of Heather she started I was I know I was having some troubles um, a couple months ago and just getting very depressed getting very down and when I was writing that book that same character was very down very depressed and trying to come back out of it and I realized how much of myself I'm putting into my characters oh wow that's interesting that really is uh cathartic then if you're able to work through that and and come out on the other side mm-hmm. yeah. very much so yeah that's awesome um and i liked what you said like you could control the outcome then um which is something that you know as a as a child you really probably have no control over the outcomes um <laughs> very little <laughs> yeah yeah so that's great that's really awesome um so uh, you have hopefully two books coming out soon, right? Uh, Mate of Her Own and Hunt of Her Own. Um, oh. mm-hmm. 
And then in March, you have Pack of Her Own coming out um, yep. through Bold Strokes. So um, we are looking forward to that. That that really sounds like a, a great one. novel. Uh, very, uh, yeah, very uh, imaginative and entertaining. I got to ask, the, the made-up town, is that in Canada or is that somewhere else? Um, it, it is in Canada. It is a made-up town, but it's kind of in the space of another town um, about three hours away from Edmonton where I live. Okay, awesome, awesome. Sounds great. Well, uh, I can't wait to read it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, Elena, um, that is about all the time we have for today. But um, I'm just going to ask if you have any parting words for our listeners. Well, uh, it might sound a little cliche, but honestly, if you're trying to get published, just don't give up. Keep on trying. If a quiet little trans woman like myself can get published, so can anyone else. It's just a matter of having the right manuscript at the right time. That's awesome. That was a great, that's a great, uh, you know, thing to tell people because, um, you know, yeah, I think, I think a lot of it is about your timing, right? Um, and, yeah. you know, they always say being at the right place at the right time, and that is very applicable here. Um, so, yeah, good very for much. you. Good for you. Super. I'm so happy <laughs> for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, Elena, we will look for Pack of Her Own uh, coming out March 1st. Um, but again, that's all the time we have for today. And uh, I'm Anita Kelly. And thanks to Elena Abbott for joining us. And thanks to all of you for listening and joining Liz Talk About Books, baby. So until next time, may your journey be lighthearted. Peace be plenty and be safe, folks.